We are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Jack and Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about when it's okay to bend the rules to succeed. I have several examples professionally and socially. You're either going to love the show or hate it, like all Land Academy episodes. If you know me, I never bend the rules. <laughs> Jill's I middle name. I'm a rule follower. <laughs> Jill's middle name is. Listen. There's several. She, I'll, I'll save it for the show. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the Land Investors uh, community, online community. It's free. And don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like. Dan wrote, does anyone have any banking relationships for a lender who would lend on a subdivide? Uh, I, Dan, I'm going to answer your question, but I think the bigger question is, does anybody have any banking relationships to help me succeed in the land business? And the answer is emphatically no. And if they did, and they were in Discord saying, I'm a, an asset manager or a lender for a bank, we have tons of money to lend. I would kick them out of our group. <laughs> I don't believe. <laughs> I mean it. I'm not. Jules thinks it's funny, but I'm not exaggerating. All right. I don't believe philosophically. This is me, uh, and clearly, maybe not Joe. I don't believe that all of these sayings that we've all heard a million times: other people's money, and use other people's money. Ha ha ha! I got somebody to give me money. And there's people in our group that are like that. I'm not on the other end of that. Mm -hmm. There's people in every group that are like that. I don't think debt is okay. I debt. just don't. Debt. Thank you. I don't debt. think it's okay in your personal life. Uh, it, um, to Really, to any degree, with very few exceptions, and one of them is a primary residence first position mortgage when rates are really, really low and the market's doing what it's doing right now. I think that's probably okay. But tertiary debt, which is what I think you're talking about here, is a bad idea. That's not to say, well, great, Jack, that thanks a lot. So, but I don't have any money. That's okay. Wait till you do. There's a massive difference between, no, no. There's a massive difference between debt and equity financing. I love equity financing. Jill and I provide equity financing all the time. Oh, Jack, it's so expensive. That's terrible. Yep, it is. Equity financing is way more expensive than debt financing. The consequences of defaulting on debt financing will destroy your life for 10 years. The consequences of defaulting on equity financing, when you have a partner with somebody like Jill and I, or the many, many, many people that are in Land Academy, usually amount to one or two or three phone calls where the person that provided the equity financing, and we've done this many times, we say, you know what? This deal didn't work out the way we thought. We said, congratulations, you, you're out of the deal. Yeah. I'll tell you what, <laughs> yeah. why don't you throw us the figurative keys mm -hmm. and we'll take it from here. Uh, and when we do sell it, because we lent you all the money to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, when we sell it, we're not, you're not going to make anything. Mm -hmm. So I want you to, but, to take it back. And I'll tell you what, pal, why don't you send out another mailer and you're going to do great. It just does, it doesn't mean, and, that's the, and then it ends right there. Mm -hmm. Debt, if you want to spend some fun, if you want to blow a couple hours in your life, start researching the, the origins and the history of lending uh, debt financing. And the very, very roots of it are involved in 
wealthy nations going into second and thir third world nations who have natural resources, lending them a crazy amount of money to the point where there's no way they could ever, uh, ever pay it back. And when they default, taking over all their stuff, it's mafia related. I don't like lending. I think I'm making that clear. It's you just... want to hit it home one more time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I Professor love... Jack. I got a history lesson and an accounting lesson. Two please subjects don't. I hated. Dan, Dan, please don't seek out any type of debt or banking relationship to do this. Just call anyone in Discord who says, I'm a I'm a lender. I'm a right. I'm a equity partner. Okay. Move on. It's Jack Thursday. Come on. <laughs> I guess Jack Thursdays, we're gonna let him go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Today's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about when it's okay uh, to bend the rules to succeed. This is why you're listening. I have a philosophical question. It's something that happened to me yesterday, and I was going to ask Jill anyway, just to get the answer. Not that I really care, but I just, you know, <laughs> because I'm dying to know more about Jill oh. after our 13 years of being together. <laughs> Jill and I. Everybody here knows me well. <laughs> if you don't know me by now. I bought uh, Jill all new equipment for her studio, these mics and all this stuff. And because all of our stuff's probably seven to 10 years old and it's done great. And, but we're starting to have little issues. There's things are coming up and it's, in the scheme of things. It's just doesn't, and it's fun for me to go buy new stuff and her. Yeah, we're having issues. And so mm. I figured we'll just replace it all. And that's what I did. So I, we have these new microphones and one petered out on us. It's probably the original microphone after seven or 10 years, it should. I think probably just ceased to work. The packaging, the model number, and the, these microphones have not changed in any way since we bought that original microphone. So we just replaced them with not even the latest model. It's the same model number. It's just new. Should I, here's my question, mm -hmm. take that old microphone that doesn't work anymore, pack it back up in the packaging I just got for these new ones and send it back and say it doesn't work. No, throw it away. I agree. Or donate it or, or whatever. Throw, throw donate it away. Donate to somebody that maybe can re recondition it. I wouldn't throw it away because I don't want it to go into a landfill. But uh, I agree. So there's an ethics there. And I completely agree with you. And uh -huh. that was my... So this rule bending situation, you have to ask yourself... To Who what, does that? Well, what made you think of that idea, by the I way? I don't know. You know, I'm staring at the old one. I'm staring at the new one. And I'm like, I could... Because it, it's Amazon. It's so easy to return stuff. They don't ask any questions. Mm. And I never thought even even considered doing it. Hmm. It's just a philosophical question about it's honestly that is why I wrote this this topic. Yeah, who would know? So no one. No one would know. Totally but it's get away exactly. with it. Exactly. It's just not the right thing. I'm a karma person. Me too. That's why. So you have to ask yourself in these questions about bending rules, uh, to what end are we bending rules and why? And I know where Jill's lines are, and my lines are almost exactly the same place. And this is not something we had sat around and said. Let's set our lines at the same place. We just got lucky. <laughs> we got lucky. I would argue if I, I if, 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 tell me what you think, that my line's a little further than your yeah, line. <laughs> I agree with that. I I'm completely like, agree. Hmm. Do you think we could do it a little bit more? And then. Here's yeah. another one. And this, this has come up. I would love to know your opinion on this. Okay. I'm not saying we've ever done this or ever thought about doing this. I'm just saying it's a situation. Okay. Mom and daughter have the exact same name. Mom owns the property and dies. Daughter has a license with the same name that's on the deed. 
And legally, it's not okay to transfer that deed because it's got to go through probate and all kinds of stuff. Notary shows up and uh, daughter, deceased mom is, is deceased. The, uh, the daughter says, I'm ready to notarize the document to convey this uh, piece of property to Jack and Joe. Do well, I know this ahead of time, by the way? You know this ahead of time. You know this whole circumstance. You know, this is premeditated. Oh, okay. So the, the daughter has shared this with me. Here's my idea. No, no. Maybe you come up with it. Maybe the daughter's like, what are you talking about? I don't even know how to convey property. How much Is it okay? How recently has mom... Let me, let me finish this. Because right. you know. You know that... Mm-hmm, Let me finish this for everyone. Okay, sorry. So the daughter's standing there with their license in her hand in front of the notary. The notary knows nothing yeah, about okay. any of this. Which the notary's just there to, to look at the license and look at the document and see if it matches, and it does. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Susan J. Smith, Susan J. Smith mom, Susan J. Smith daughter. Okay. Is it okay to bend the rules and have that person sign the document? Before you answer, I have a question. Sign the document and convey the property to you. And get, the, and get the proceeds. So before you answer, ask yourself this question. To what end am I bending these rules? And who's getting hurt? That is going to be my question first. Can I, do I have some proof that there's no other heirs? There's no one that's going to be affected. Um, there's, this is all. No, you don't. You have no proof. Mm. This is a, like a philosophy class in college. I, well, if I had some proof, like a will or something, and there's no, there's no siblings. No She's just, she was just deceased. Well, that that's because here's, okay, so let me answer. This is how I answer the question. If I really trusted and believed and, 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 and in my heart knew that as best that I could, that it is the right thing to do, or just saving a couple steps and making it nice, I'm making it better for that person. You know, I'm not saying go get an attorney and call me when you spend three thousand dollars, because that's the way. You know, and there's a, there's a quick little workaround, and nobody's going to get hurt. Nothing's illegal. Nothing's affected. Then I would condone that. So would I. So, um, but again illegally behind someone's back or, Hey, I'm, I'm divorced. I'm about to get divorced. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah, none of that. Nope. No, no I'm not. And I know that there's some sneakiness going on. I'm out. I'm not going to do that. So, but like, I'm trying to think of, a, of another example. Like I'm a, so that's, I guess yeah, I, I'm jumping in on your show. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, no, I'd okay. like to hear it. Sure. So that's my whole opinion here. Bending the rules to me is like, all right, you know, uh, you know, when I'm skipping a step and no one's getting hurt and I'm really true in, in my heart going the right direction. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, and, but, but in the other circumstances, no, it's just, I guess it comes back to karma, you know, and if anybody, and if anybody if anything came back, right, um, I'd have to stand behind my decision. If I could stand behind it, you know, and what do you think? Here's another one. This is a tough game. Well, because you're gonna, in a land business, you're dealing with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. In any business, you deal with these things every single day. Yeah. 
Here's another one, and this is in the land business, you will deal with this. If you are in the land business, you've been dealing with it for as long as you've been in the land business. You buy a house, buy a property. It's got accumulated back taxes. The property gets conveyed. You own it. It's got $1,000 worth of back taxes. You're going to sell it. That's what we're in the business for. You're going to sell for about for $1,000. It's got $1,000 worth of back taxes on it. And you're going to sell for $5,000. You fully disclose that there are back taxes on this property and that the new person who buys it will inherit these back taxes along with it. Back ta taxes on property stay with the property, not the person. It's hard for a lot of people to understand that because income taxes stay with the person if they're not paid. Is that okay if you fully disclose it? Yeah. Are you even bending the rules? No. Okay, I agree. Yeah. However, I think a lot of mis you properly you read the municipalities, that. they're probably going to say it's not okay to convey property with any type of back taxes on it in a statute, statutory way. But you know Does what? Does everybody do it? Yep. Well, but because my buyer, me seller, and and Joe buyer are on the same page, and he agreed to that. I disclose it. He saw it. He's aware of it. He noted you. it. We're You're on the same page. still bending the rules. Well, you know what? Well, and honestly, well, let me give you that. Let me, here's a way around that. Do you, or do you want to talk? I don't know. I'll, I'll let oh. you know when I want to. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to ask me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, totally been in this situation. And I can say, here's the deal. There's a thousand dollars in back taxes. I've taken it off the, per that's why you're buying it for this cheap. Do you want me to go do it now, but I'm going to mark it back up to where it should be at $2,000 or do you want to buy it? Cause it, it's a selling point, honestly. We can either pay $2,000, I'll pay the back taxes and make sure it's current. When I transfer it to you, I have no trouble doing that. And I have done that many times. Or I'm going to sell it to you for $1,000. You know you got $1,000 in back taxes, but here's the good news. You don't have to pay it today. You can pay it in six months. You can save up for it. It doesn't matter. So it's almost, it's a little bit better for you. And you're like, huh, I'm because they're not going to take it back for four and a half more years or so. What fill in the blank? But you missed, Jill, that's mechanically how it works. We all know that. Right. My question is, it's the rules say you can't do this. The rules say that, that you have to settle up when you transfer property. And almost all the statutes I've ever read, the municipality, usually the county says, it's not okay, it's not okay to convey property with back taxes on it. I'm comfortable ignoring that rule. Good, me too. <laughs> here's what we haven't talked about. And here's my real point. This is sort of a trick. Is it, the title is this, is it okay to bend the rules to succeed? And the answer is no. Mm. In and of itself, to succeed, it's not okay. Because that implies to me, this is philosophy now, that the rules don't apply to me. And we all know people, we all may have been married to people like this, where they're walking on around this planet mm. saying, the rules don't apply to me. They apply to you. Mm -hmm. They apply to all you schmoes who are going to, but the rules don't apply to me. That is not okay. So now you're running through life professionally and socially, recklessly, just making up your own rules and, and whoever's in your wake, uh, dead or asleep in your wake, that's, that's their problem. That will get you racked up quicker than anything. But these little, see how Jill went through all this mechanics of, well, it's not hurting this person. Do they have a will? Uh, What's the back tax and full disclosure on a back taxes. I believe, this is my opinion, because it's Jack freaking Thursday, that that's okay. And that everything's being disclosed. When you're not disclosing stuff just to make money and, and just to succeed, that's right. a really bad idea. So bending the rules to succeed would be like, 
I'm going to sell this property, not tell them about the back taxes, suffer, and then I'm going to go dark if they try to reach me. Yeah. That That's with intent. That's terrible. That's the point. Totally agree, Jill. Thank you. Jill's not bending rules to, to host somebody or to, mm. to crawl uh, atop the pile of professional people and stand at the top and say, I won. <laughs> She's not doing that, and neither am I. We, we have no uh, aspiration to be yeah. in the top 10, the, the top, you know, echelon of, of wealthy people. That's not why we're here. We're here to do the right thing, mm-hmm. make a bunch of money, share our experience. We're, this is Land Academy. We're giving back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And trying to make a, just make it all work for everybody so that everyone's happy. The seller's happy. The buyer's happy. Land Academy members are happy. Mm-hmm. We're doing the right thing. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com, created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. And happy you could join us. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jill Friday. She gets a chance to talk like a kook like I just did. She's going to talk about investing like a girl. You are not alone. And your real estate ambition turned out to be a good show. I was mm-hmm. a little worried about it. It just threw me for a, that was a little hard. I wasn't perf- expecting some of these like big picture philosophy things. I'm like, I got to think about this. I'm going um, to add another point because I'm from the Midwest and I don't think that this goes on all over the country, but there's a, a certain section. I don't know if it's Midwest or whatever. I grew up in an environment where a substantial number of people who were very successful had this philosophy. You got to cheat to win. You have to be, there's got to be some angle or some under this little inside track of information to actually make a bunch of money. And I think that's really too bad. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's probably where, how and where I grew up in uh, Detroit, but I don't find that out West here. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and we appreciate your support. If you haven't already, please check out our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. And don't forget if you're a member of Land Academy, Get with us on Discord. We We are Jack Jack and Jill. Jill. Information. Inspiration. To buy undervalued property.